the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. show glad to have you all here with me i'm back feeling better last week i was a little bit under the weather but you know what i'm back babies dynamite is back and guess who else is back with me it's none other than dj carrot sticks (laughs) (laughs) welcome back baby did you have a good vacation thank you i did everything you can see i got a little sun you know not so pale anymore well good yeah i got a little bit myself i'm i i I gotta watch it though you know i i'm one of these people that tans through a window you know it's like you know i i can walk to the grocery store you know and to get a tan you know i gotta watch it because you know that's that's how you start to develop the the skin cancer you know but it's good to have a little bit of a glow did you know actually that um we've actually got a problem a lack of vitamin d happening with americans out there with the sunscreen i think not enough americans are actually getting sun true i mean so you got to get a little bit but then you got to have it be not too much. It's all about moderation. It's like me with donuts. You know, people are like, how do you eat donuts all the time and still say, stay, you know, trim or whatever? Because it's all about moderation, baby. But it, there, the one thing I don't think about in terms of moderation is my political opinion. We've got a great show coming up for you guys today. We've got uh, Doug Giles is back from Clash Daily. He's only been on the show one time before, but you guys loved him. Super irreverent. Man, he, lo- he you know, he's kind of like me. You know, he likes to be straightforward, honest, bold, and brash. Charles Ortel is going to be back with us. He's going to be talking about the Clinton Foundation and why the heck that's not under investigation. It's absolutely crazy. New stuff has come out thanks to Judicial Watch. And Della B, the return of Della B, she's going to be here. Crazy stuff happening in Hollywood as part of the political movement and the whole gender-bending crap. And then Al Arias is going to be here because Newt Gingrich is starting a push for tax uh, cuts versus reform. So I want to pick out Al's brain uh, brain on that. I picked your guys' brain this morning in terms of uh, we're at the six-month mark on President Trump and I got to thinking, you know, where has there been the discussion in terms of accomplishments? It's all day, every day, beating on Trump, every, including from the Republicans. Shouldn't we be celebrating at this point? I know that there's a health care vote today. I know a lot of people are disappointed that that hasn't been done already. And I thought, you know what? Why don't we spend at least a few minutes talking about accomplishments from President Trump? 
The first and foremost most important accomplishment from President Trump is that he stopped Hillary Clinton from becoming president of the United States. That cannot be understated. If he did nothing else, that was critically important. And if you look at the exit polls coming out the night of the election, more than 50 percent, I don't remember the exact number, but it was actually closer to 60, 60, 60 something percent of the voters said that Supreme Court nominations and appointments were a top issue for them. And let's so let's look at just a few of the accomplishments from President Trump so far. In addition to stopping Hillary from becoming president of the United States, we have Neil Gorsuch on the bench. True to his word, when he was when he was in the primaries, he said he presented a list of of the people that he would would uh, choose in terms of being nominees and appointments for the Supreme Court. Neil Gorsuch was on the list. True to his word, we have Neil Gorsuch on the bench. That is absolutely true. True to his word, he said he was going to pull out of the TPP. And you know what? We are no longer in the TPP. I did a whole show last summer about the TPP and how absolutely detrimental and destructive that was to the very fabric of of our foundation, which is based on free market principles. That was critical. And there's not been enough reporting on why that is important to us and to our economy and to job growth. He, true to his word, he has done what he could to stop the influx of terrorists through the refugee program into this country. It's not his fault that these activist judges have done what they could do to overturn that. Those right there are three critically important issues. I don't know how he has been able to get anything done, given the fact that with Republican support, there is a criminal investigation underway with a left-wing hack, the very man who gave the Uranians, uranium samples as a part of the Hillary Clinton collusion with Russia. It was Mueller who gave the samples to Russia. Did y'all know that? This man has been given a blank check and an open canvas to dig and dig and dig and dig until he finds something with which he can charge President Trump with. But Trump continues to put his head head down and grind his legs forward to get the agenda of the American people implemented. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to pick this up and we're going to talk to Doug Giles about it, about what he thinks about Trump's accomplishments and what Trump should be doing going forward. This is the Andrea K. Show right here on AM 1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K 
Mike K. Show rolling along here. Before the break, I was talking about how amazing it is that President Trump has been able to accomplish anything with the fact that the man is under a criminal investigation. Every aspect of his life is being sifted through for strict for one purpose only, and that's to take him down. Yet he continues to try to push through. And why are they trying to take him down? Both parties, both opposition parties, because he said on Inauguration Day, he said, today is the day that we return the government back to the people. And neither 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 party wants that. A Facebook friend of mine used a good analogy this morning. He said, it's kind of like a football game. And y'all know I love me some football. He said, the GOP fumbled the ball after they were given the majority in 2014. He said, and Trump has picked up that ball and run with it. And now the GOP is trying to strip that ball out of his hands. And that ball represents power. That's what it's about. Unfortunately, what it's what that ball, that ball does not represent to the GOP what it should represent, which is limited government policy. It should represent what the people voted for and their agenda, but that's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to get that ball back so that they can keep the power for themselves. And and so it's nothing but a power struggle, a power struggle actually between the people, the people and Washington, D.C. And let's hope, let's hope that Trump is able to, to keep that ball in his hands and continue to grind forward and get some accomplishments done. Joining me now is Doug Giles from Clash Daily with Doug Giles. Welcome back to the, Giles, welcome back to the show. Andrea, I just got back from Africa. I was there two weeks hunting, and oh my God, was I so glad and so relieved and so refreshed being away from listening. I know, <laughs> right? Crap, twenty four seven. Well, <laughs> I didn't go. I didn't go online, man. I didn't check anything. No Facebook. No Fox News. Completely unplugged. It was gorgeous. Well, you know. Uh, it... <sighs> What's it like to come back? It's like, is it like being an astronaut and reentry back, back through the Earth, Earth's atmosphere? What's that like coming back from being unplugged? Yeah, it's definitely weird. Uh, but you know, it's kind of like this old Herman's Herman song. This, this is definitely going to carbon date me, uh, way back into the, to the, uh, Neanderthal days. Uh, it's kind of like Herman, Herman's song, second verse, same as the first. They're still peddling the Russia stuff. Yeah. Or Jared Kushner coming out. I didn't do anything with Russia. I'd never use Russian salad dressing. <laughs> I hate the James Bond movie from Russia with love. I mean, just again, you know, I think everybody gets it, you know, but this is the thing that, like you said, the, the power freaks on the left and the right, you know, they're still continuing to play this funky bottom line base now. But, um, you know, all I know is that we've got uh, jobs growth that's through the roof. Unemployment's collapsing. Uh, illegal aliens aren't wanting to cross the Rio Grande. Mm-hmm. The wall hadn't even been built. But That's... they keep peddling the same crap day in and day out. There's nothing there. And, um, you know, it's just dragging people through the mud. And uh, I think we the people see it. Well, yeah, we do. And I think one of the things that the people also see is the lack of not just the lack of support from the Republicans, how they are actually working with the Dems. I mean, you got Paul Ryan. You're working with the Democrats in a in a ridiculous takedown of the freely, fairly elected president of the United States. When you've got Paul Ryan, who's coming out and saying, oh, uh, in an interview, oh, this Mueller guy. No, he's a Republican. This is nonpartisan. Even after the man hired nothing but Clinton, Clinton uh, and, and lefty attorneys, it's nothing but an attempt to take down Trump. And Paul Ryan and others are, are, are on board with it. Then you've got Jeff Sessions, who has been even if you think it was it was OK for him to recuse himself, even if you think that that was appropriate, take the recusal out. Why has he not gone out? After Hillary Clinton, why has it who we know crimes were committed? 
by her with the Espionage Act. I'm, I, you know, I'm going to save the Clinton Foundation stuff for Charles Ortel, who's going to come on. But why has he not already launched yeah. an investigation into her and her crimes with the Espionage Act? Why has he not launched an investigation into the DNC for their collusion with Russia and Ukraine and or with the um, fake dossier and all of that with Trump? Why haven't why hasn't there been an investigation into the DNC for what they did with their own primary elections? Well, um, old Jeffrey probably doesn't want to wind up uh, committing suicide by shooting himself twice in the back of the head because he he knows what happens when uh, when you take on the Hildebeest and, and it's not pretty. Look, they're the same. They're, you know, it's the same side of uh, one coin. These guys are swamp monsters. They make their money. Uh, off uh, big government goons and stuff, and they're beholden to special interest groups. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump's coming through there like Buford T. Pusser with a 56-inch uh, Louisville slugger, and he's he's crashing things. You're exactly right. Why isn't uh, uh, Sessions talking about uh, the leaks? Why isn't Sessions spearheading an uh, investigation to Hillary 33 uh, missing bleached emails in her constant refusal to cooperate. This chick is more corrupt. And, and when, if you want to talk about Russia, let's talk about um, the 500000 that uh, Bill Clinton made in his speech mm-hmm. to Russia and selling uranium resources to Russia that the Clintons did. Oh, and the $154 million, uh, that was given to the Clinton Foundation, not the Trump Foundation. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, from who, who sold this and peddled this influence to uh, the Russian government. Yeah, Mueller is actually the guy who gave the sample. He was a part of the whole Russian uh, collusion situation with Hillary Clinton and Secretary of State and the sale of uranium to Russia. And that's who the Republicans think is appropriate to be investigating President Trump. You know, it, 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 it's it's clear to the American people that the Republican Party are they're the hairball clogging the drain of the swamp that needs to be drained. Do you think, but but there's pushback now today that, that there's any suggestion that Trump should replace Sessions. What do you think he should do about Sessions? I think he should get rid of him. I think he's right. I think he's weak. You know, well, I'm going to step out of this one. I'm going to let Mueller handle it, and I'm not going to go after Hillary. Mm-hmm. Well, what the hell good are you? What are you supposed to do, man? You're yeah. the attorney general. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. He's Barney Fife badge on and do something, damn yeah. it. Yeah, he's, we, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's why that's why we voted Trump in. It's why people in record numbers uh, left, right and center did it, because we're sick of this kind of stuff. And you know what? I get why the American people is uh, cynical and apathetic, because this is the stuff that we have to behold. This is the kind of partisan. And again, it's not just on the left. It's the right uh, gargantuan clog in the drain, like you said, that we have to contend with. These people don't want to get things done. They don't represent we the people. They represent special interests, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why these guys can go in there and earn what a buck twenty a year and come out uh, fifty years later being worth over one hundred and twenty million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. We see it, we smell it. Trump's dealing with it, and they're pulling the parking brake, trying to keep uh, his his truck from plowing them over. And on the meantime, we're in the stands eating popcorn, getting tired of this show and ready to move the nation forward. Yeah, you know, um, I, I think he needs to blow it up. If I, I started the show with some accomplishments for President Trump. If, if I had one criticism, it would be that he decided to be magnanimous and, and say that he wasn't going to go after Hillary Clinton because they're good people. I think that he, he, sh- he I think that was a mistake because I think that that uh, that is one of the reasons why the Democrats smelled a little blood in the water and right off the bat. They, they sense weakness. It's like... Uh, 
a malignant narcissist. You cannot give them an inch or they will then do everything they can to roll all over you. And I think that that was a critical mistake. It's one that's correctable. I think he needs to blow it up. It, it could be that whole thing. There's a difference between a, what is a, a difference and a distinction or something to that effect where Trump could have been parsing his verbs and saying, I personally, I'm not going to go after her. However, and that's why I think we need a new uh, uh, AG watchdog instead of Sessions. Maybe we could get Rudy in there or, or somebody else who loathes the Clintons mm-hmm. and have them uh, gnaw on those big cankles for the yeah. next uh, couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I bet over in Africa. I bet her. I, I don't think I bet you had didn't see a cankle in Africa as big as hers. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, uh, not a not a lot of obese uh, people over there, you know. Well, OK. Uh, <laughs> Scaramucci. What do you think about Scaramucci? Now, Scaramucci uh, uh, replaced Spicer while I was in Africa. <laughs> I I don't know yet. I wish I could tell you. I'm still dealing with uh, 30 hours of travel from a day ago. So I hope he does well. I hope he kicks butt uh, during the pressers. I think uh, Melissa McCarthy got to uh, Sean uh, <laughs> a wee bit too much, yeah. and uh, he hops on down the road. Listen, this kind of job, this kind of uh, positioning, you got to be careful what you ask for and what you wish for, because this is the blender. This is the meat grinder and the wood chipper. And when you get into these places, you got to have brass cojones because mm-hmm. – uh, the left, and like you pointed out, the right, they will attack you. So, Scaramucci, I hope he kicks some uh, Scarabooty. Well, <laughs> I hope he does. I suspect he will, because you know what about Scaramucci? He strikes me as somebody who could run a family. And he and he, he's kind of got that Michael thing about him, where he's like, it's not personal, Sonny, it's business. And yeah, it's exactly. A, you know, he's, got that whole, he's got that whole Godfather vibe on him, and uh, you know, they've got the good steely chin, straw jawline, and um, he's He's a good Italian. I married a Sicilian, so I know how they roll. That's right. I mean, and they'll take it to the mattresses any day on you, right? <laughs> Horse heads coming. That's right. Well, thank you so much. How can people uh, get your books and, and hear more about you? Yeah, the book, Crucification, uh, uh, The Effeminization of the American Male, it's over there on Amazon.com. Still in the top 25 after one year uh, over there. So, yeah, Amazon. Pussification, click your mouse, melt your plastic, get it. And uh, my main mosh pit is ClashDaily.com. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Go and recover from your jet lag, my friend. All righty. Speaking of Hillary Clinton and the Hilda Beast and the Kankles getting away with all kinds of things like murder and corruption and selling our uranium over to Russia and getting away with all of it. Here to talk about that is Charles Ortel. It's been a while since he's been on the show. Glad to have you back, Charles. It's a great pleasure, man. Thanks, man. All right. Well, we're hearing a little bit of a spotty connection. Um, Let me go a different place. One sec. Is it better? Uh, a, li- a little bit better. Keep, keep. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tee it up for you, and then you keep trying to, as you try to find a little bit of a better signal. Um, so, Is better? yeah, that's much better. Okay. Um, you know, as. <laughs> How many times have we got to say it, Charles? How many times do those of us voters, it ain't happening, Sessions isn't doing it, the Republican Party's not screaming about it, but the American people see what's going on. The American people know that, that Hillary Clinton used her Secretary of State position uh, in order to line the pockets of the Clinton Foundation, to line the pockets of her husband with speaking fees, um, you know, to amass. They, we all know that the Clinton Foundation ripped off the Haitians by about, I don't know how many millions of dollars. One man who was who was set to come and testify on that – 
shot himself in the back of the head. Seems like every time somebody's about to come forth and try to rat them out, they mysteriously commit suicide. Just recently, that happened again with somebody that you know, Peter Smith, right? Exactly. Exactly. So um, the, the thing that's really interesting, I don't know if you and your uh, audience listen to 60 Minutes, which I seldom do, but I happened to be watching it on Sunday night, and they had a special about Bob McDonald, the, the former governor. I'll, I'll get to a quiet place in a second. Uh, the uh, former governor of Virginia, and he was basically convicted of public corruption at first for $160,000, which is bad, but it was $160,000. In the case of the Clinton Foundation, my best estimate here, without going crazy, just thinking about the magnitude of this fraud involving all its affiliates is over $100 billion. Wow. $100 billion. It is so pervasive. It, they, what the Clintons did, and this is what fraudsters do, and I would say they are nothing, they are worse than common fraudsters. They're epic fraudsters, no life. What they do is they involve you in the fraud so that you don't want to expose it. And they manage to involve multiple politicians in both parties, in multiple states around the country, multiple countries. All of our educational institutions are big ones. Um, and, you know, in consequence, they involve the media, you know, both people in, uh, in, at Fox, people in, in MSNBC, CNBC, CNN, CBC. Uh, and, um, sorry, CBS. So they involve everybody in it, and in consequence, the mainstream is loath to investigate it and punish people because it means punishing yourself. Let me interrupt right there. So let me make sure. Let me interrupt because I want to make sure people understand what you just said. The Clinton Foundations, what they did in, in terms of amassing the hundred and something billion dollars fraud scheme, they they got their tentacles wrapped around people in the media as well as elected officials who can't then therefore launch any investigation because they implicate themselves. It's not unlike George Stephanopoulos at ABC, correct? Absolutely, and that's that's the deal. It's what fraudsters try to do, and unfortunately, you know, I've been up against fraudsters before, and fraudsters are not, you know, slithering snakes. They are, you know, the well dressed, well manicured men and women. Uh, they present themselves as these friendly, do-gooding people, and the best fraudsters never get caught. But so the Clintons, in my judgment, have been at this since before they set the foundation up October 23, 1997. I believe they were involved in fraud before that. But in the case of charity fraud, it's important for your, your listeners to understand, charity fraud is different than Enron, for-profit fraud. In charity fraud, you do not have to prove intent, which is a very difficult thing to prove in most cases. But the way charity laws have been drafted going back now centuries, you're not supposed to have a profit motive. And because you're not supposed to have a profit motive, the bar of proving intent is lower. All you have to prove is that the documents that were used to solicit money from the public are false and materially misleading, and that you solicited it from the public, which they did. Let me, let me, go ahead. And I have on my website, www.charleshotel.com, I have laid out exhibit after exhibit for well over many months now, of areas that any prosecutor, including, I know you're in California, the Attorney General, if you're listening, Xavier Becerra in California, if you're listening and you really want to be a stand-up person, 
you will turn your attention to the public filings of the Clinton Foundation and all its affiliates, which I will assure you, and I'm happy to explain to your staff, are false, materially misleading. They omit crucial disclosures and then the false disclosures, and you're allowing Mr. Bezerra and predecessor Kamala Harris, you have allowed these entities to raise hundreds of millions of dollars in your state illegally. I, I'm glad and you brought it up. I said, yeah, I, I, I'm, well, I, I want to make sure the listeners also understand that what you're talking about here is a little bit different uh, because you're talking about the legalities of what they've done and the fraud they've committed as a charity versus what most of the people have been looking at it as though, why hasn't she been investigated and why haven't they been indicted for her graft as Secretary of State? And those would be two different investigations and two different criminal charges, correct? For example, Judicial Watch, uh, finally, two years got uh, the the documentation that they re- received as part of their FOIA request that proved 448 pages of new documents prove, flat out prove, that as Secretary of State, she used her position and um, offered special treatment, flat out pay for play with people like Doug Band, who was the CEO of Dow, who blatantly as part of uh, work with the U.S.-China uh, energy policy. They worked with um, and, and other policies. It, they, they Clinton Foundation received one million and five million dollars. So there's two avenues that the government could go after. One is straight from the from the, the charity fraud, but another is also from the Secretary of State. We have, right. in other words, we have two different parallel right. w- means of fraud here, and yet still nothing is being done to hold them accountable. Do you think it ever will? Right. I, I know it well. <laughs> and, and let me explain why. First of all, I'm not a lawyer. So people, James Rosen, last time I was on Fox, uh, described me as a lawyer, but I'm not one. Um, so I, I'll make that clear. But I, I do work with lawyers. And what we've been searching for in the two years that I've been doing is we've been waiting for Donald Trump to find his seat and take control of the Justice Department, which he still hasn't done, and take control of the IRS, which he still hasn't done. But when you, when you, lawyers explain to me, when you search for crimes, what you're searching for are crimes that are easily proven, or the best, most easily proven, and you're then searching for crimes that carry the stiffest penalties. Public corruption is a serious crime, but it's tough to prove. Charity fraud, on the other hand, is that relief when you, when you, um, solicit using the telephone, the mails, uh, and internet. Each count of solicitation, each request, you know, so you send out a million emails, you get a million counts of charity fraud. And mm-hmm. depending on the type, if you're using a wire, et cetera, a, a felony count is one count, 30 years in jail. Wow. Well, you know, I, I so think that can people go to your website and actually excuse me for interrupting because we're running out of time. Can people go to your website sure. and actually get list of names of these people that you talk about? The only reason why I mentioned George Stephanopoulos is because he was busted at an interview with Trump for the fact that he had donated to Clinton Foundation. But maybe if we exposed some of the people that were involved that you say, um, you know, don't want to investigate because it implicates them. Maybe if we started sharing some sunlight, put some daylight on that situation, it might force their hand. Can, do you have names? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, on my site, I provide links to find the names. If you go to the, the Clinton Global Initiative, for example, had a site, I don't know if they've taken it down now, that mentions, that lists every single supposed donation to the Clinton uh, Global Initiative, which is a fraud, not a charity. Never was and never will be. And so there you have a list of over 6,000 names. 
Last question for you. Um, in, in one minute we have left. Peter Smith. You know, there, you know, the list continues to grow of people who were investigating the Clintons or were going to speak out in the, with the Clintons who supposedly um, shot themselves in the back of the head or uh, still were able to keep their $10,000 Rolex watch on them, like, you know, on all their personal items, even though it was supposedly a robbery like Seth Rich. You were the last person to speak to Peter Smith the day before he supposedly uh-huh. died from self-inflicted helium asphyxiation. What? Yeah, I, I was. I, I don't know that I was the absolute last person, but I did speak to him at uh, 5:36 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, May 13th, which is he died supposedly 1:17 p.m. on uh, Sunday, May 14th. And I can tell you, and I said it on air before, that I do not, I do not buy that it was suicide. He would have to have been an Academy Award multi-time winner. Uh, I mean, we had a long conversation, all the half an hour, discussing everything we were going to do together in coming weeks and months. He was fired up and excited to go after the Clinton Foundation. There were specific elements. We don't have the time to talk about them now. But I can tell you, he, unless he is an, was an amazing actor, which I don't think he was, you know, he was not contemplating suicide that day. Well, how so, many people, yeah, yeah, how many people who are contemplating suicide want to invest that kind of time in a phone call talking about that? That doesn't exactly. even make sense. Usually when a suicide of a family member or someone that you know happens, usually most people that I know, because I know people in that situation can look back and go, yeah, you know what? Those were, there were some red flags and we missed it. You don't have people scratching right. their head going, you know what? I talked yesterday about all these plans we had to do A, B, and C. This, you know, no, it doesn't happen that way. And, you know, right. Seth Riches, there's no Nobody pushing for an investigation into Seth Rich's murder, which was absolutely not right. robbery. In fact, you know, there, you know, we had um, an investigator who I uh, can't remember his name now, a former D.C. cop who was saying, you know, this needs to be investigated. Wheeler, Wheeler. Wheeler Rod Wheeler, who has who knows that the laptop that he supposedly is the one who, who leaked to WikiLeaks and nothing is being done. And I don't know if this conversation today is going to make anything happen, but at least we can continue to make the public aware of this. Correct. Absolutely. I think it's well past time. And we've told their FBI investigations, other investigations. I hope soon we will trigger investigations around the world if the Justice Department does not get its act together here. But, uh, you know, this is despicable, deplorable behavior by both Republicans and Democrats in obstructing and covering up this fraud. It is time to expose the full extent of it and then hold those accountable no matter who they may be. Former presidents, plural. It doesn't matter how high it is around the world to be exposed. These people need to be prosecuted and made an example of. All right. Well, thank you so much for all the work you're doing, Charles. And, and uh, keep looking over your shoulder, brother, and, and come back soon. Anytime. Thank all you. Right, thank you. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to talk to Della B. Oh, you think it's crazy up in Hollywood? I don't think you, I don't think you know the extent of it. We're going to talk to Della right when we come back. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories 
memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. It's been a while. Unfortunately, because of Facebook Live, and thanks to everybody out there watching via Facebook Live, I, can't, I, can't, I couldn't tee it up with our old classic song, Dirty, Dirty Laundry. You want to sing it? <laughs> no, Carrot Sticks. That wasn't even close, baby. But y'all know I must be talking about my girl, Della B. Hey. Hey, how's it going? I mean, are you able how do I bring you in without dirty laundry? I liked it. I thought he I thought he did great. I thought I was like, yeah, I was starting to get into it. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I asked you to come on this week because we had a local story coming out of the San Diego Union Tribune well, that just really got my it really got my hackles up, okay? I, I know. Yeah, I know. You, hey, I have I have a major announcement for the listeners of the. It's going to be huge. My announcement for the Andrea K listeners. Okay. I'm a trans movie ticket purchaser. <laughs> what is it? What does that mean? You're a trans movie that, ticket purchaser. It's trans. I'm all colors of the rainbow in my movie. Going to see selecting. I do not identify as male or female or anything else when I'm buying movie tickets. Well, you know, for some, but you know what? Then maybe you're just a lost soul there, Della, because according to this author of the San Diego Union Tribune, mm-hmm, you, the, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Spider-Man only, air quotes, only made $45 million opening weekend, which, you know, would be considered a success by most other movies. Well, um, that movie's but, gone on to make $117 million. Well, yeah, but I mean, his argument is this is proof. Once for, for years now, we've been saying that Hollywood isn't doing enough movies with, you know, female leads. And this is proof that, you know, you need to make more movies with female leads, asterisk, as long as those female leads are, quote, feminist icons. And I'm like, what the what? So now it's not uh. just that you've got to have more movies stars women. No, but they've got to be a certain type of woman. And, you know, and it's that point where I'm like, are you kidding me? You're, you're talking to a woman here, okay, whose favorite mm-hmm. movie is The Godfather. I can quote every line mm-hmm. in it. Whose second right. favorite movie is 30 Seconds Over Tokyo and who's seen oh. every war movie is ever made. And if you right. force me to sit down and watch a Meg Ryan chick flick, I'm going to want to jab myself in the eyeball with a pen. Exactly. Exactly. I, well, I went to see Spider-Man Homecoming. I liked it so much when I left. I was like, I want to watch that again. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, but the thing is, is I don't understand this. We're not, why is there a discussion about gender in movies? It's an artistic expression. Mm-hmm. Um, if the, you want to get Heinies into seats, and then it's, which is running like what? I've been paying like 12 to $15 just to sit in a seat, not including all my snacks. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, it has to be ticket worthy. 
Okay, and so, you know, but, I'm not but, deciding. Well, right, but I mean, who are they to decide what's ticket-worthy? So that's the whole argument is they're saying that what's ticket-worthy now should be more female leads. This is the new argument make, because what it, do that. Well, what, what, it, do that. What, what it was for years was well, there's not enough diversity. There's not, a, not, not enough black people on the screen, but then you've got Tyler Perry and others coming out and having all this major success, so they can't yammer about that anymore. What this is is this is Hollywood's newest passion play, and it's all about gender. However, it's ridiculously stupid and hypocritical because while you've got this one guy saying that there's not enough women and dividing us according to gender and being very hardcore that only women want to see certain types of movies. Meanwhile, at the same time, they've got this TV show on air Mm -hmm. that they're pushing called I am jazz. Now, exactly. I, you know, that's one reason why I wanted to bring you on, because I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen any of the show. It's been on, I guess, a few seasons. I just came mm-hmm. across it and I was really upset the other night when I'm watching an episode because what happened mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. jazz supposedly as a child. And I saw a video said, I'm a girl born into a boy's body. Well, you know what? Right. That was me for most mm-hmm. of my childhood. OK, mm-hmm. you couldn't get a shirt mm-hmm. on me. You couldn't get me to play with, you know, anything girly. I literally right. thought I was a girl trapped in a boy's body. Thank goodness mm-hmm. nobody mm-hmm. put me on the path to transgender. Nobody started me on hormones because here's mm-hmm. what's happened to this child. Mm-hmm. She goes, now they put her, him, on hormone suppression to stop the puberty progress in right. which he would become a man. Then he goes to have bottom surgery consultation and because Mm -hmm. they've put him through that now Mm -hmm. he doesn't even have enough because it doesn't completely stop male parts from being being grown now Mm -hmm. he doesn't even have enough to complete the transgender surgery unless he creates a vagina from his colon which as he says doesn't smell very nice and i'm thinking oh my (laughs) I'm like, are you, wow, they have Mm -hmm. just, are you kidding me? If you believe that somebody is born a certain way, then you should trust that as they grow, that that's going to stay the same, that it, that it, that he would not need, in other words, hormones. They not only suppressed his ability to become a man, they suppressed the natural progression. Maybe if he had been left alone, he might've gotten into puberty and might've realized Mm -hmm. he was always meant to be a man. And it just took the hormones of puberty to kick in to realize that because that's what happened with me. Well, this this uh, child, which is I think maybe fifteen now, allegedly was identifying at two to four. One, he's it, he's he she Jazz. That's the pronoun she wishes to be called by. Um, has a, you know her parents were going along with it from from being a toddler. Um, they, this child also received psychotropic medication uh. to deal with anxiety and depression. Well, it. The solution to the de- the depression and all this whatnot was to be able to to identify and be in in a body that coincides with how they identify. Why why is there still a need for the other? So exactly. this is a very complicated situation. But what's being foisted on the rest of us is an acceptance of this. I went out and watched some of her YouTube videos, and one of which was ten things you need to know about transgenders. I don't get my information from 15-year-olds, but I went along with it. And the thing is, is that, that there's now this push that, that males, um, straight males, are being um, maligned for not wanting to have relationships with them, dating or otherwise. Yeah. Because they're just like every other girl. 
Yeah, and and in fact, in this recent episode, um, they talked about a new form of bullying, which is to quote misgender somebody. So she, this this whether you want to call Jazz a he or she or however you want to classify, it is a he. He is a man. He's never going to be really a woman. And if you know, then you know, I don't want to go too off track. But then Planned Parenthood coincidentally. So this is a much a very coordinated effort. Planned Parenthood has come out and now says uh, that the way to discuss sexuality with children is to tell people that everybody has nipples. Your parts don't determine your gender. Well, if that's the case, then why is Jazz wanting to whack off his still male parts that still partially develop male parts and have it turned into a vagina if the if the parts don't matter? Well, Not- I guarantee you the parts mattered to me when I gave birth to three children. <laughs> Yeah. They didn't uh, pop out of my colon. Yeah. Jazz is being exploited to push an overall agenda that there is no such thing as gender. I, I, I'm not really sure why. I, what, what the end game is for the left, you know, because none of it even makes sense to me. Because like I said, you've got this, you've got this one guy saying, on the one hand, the left wants to tell women how they should think, feel, how we should act according to what they believe about our gender. And then they tell you there is no such thing as gender. Huh? Well, there can't be any. They, it, it, this all goes down eventually. The, the uh, it's turtles all the way down. Um, there's no right and wrong, and so therefore we don't have it. There's no. There's no immorality because there's no morality. Well, yeah, I anything mean, I, goes. Yeah, that's yeah. the end game. Is anything goes. You nobody. No, there. Nobody has to be held accountable for anything, and the rest, everybody else is supposed to go along with whatever insane thing is brought up. Well, yeah, and I think it's and I'm, I think it's it's got to be a cultural Marxist play. It's got to be about destroying the, the traditions of America, the Judeo-Christian principles, the traditions mm-hmm. of family, the nuclear family, mm-hmm. man, woman married together, having 2.2 mm-hmm. kids and a dog, and, you know, um, that which has been the foundation of our system from the beginning. Individual liberty, individual responsibility, um, worshiping God, not state, and that's this is, this is a critical aspect of that fabric that they're trying to to destroy. Well, you know, there's no shakers in America because they didn't believe in having, they, they were completely neutral and asexual. And what happened? They died off. It's not normal. It's not to, to go outside of a male and a female is, is you can't, that's, that's the basis of everything. Yeah. Whether I mean, the party of science and cats or people. Yeah. I mean, the party of science is trying to tell us when it's convenient, when they want to push, you know, liberal agenda, you know, that there is, you know, the party of science is trying to deny science. You know, these are the same people that tell us there is absolutely no argue, no argument. Um, you know, your sexuality is determined at birth, but yet, you know, your gender is fluid. Um, you know, there's, there's no debate on, on global science, but you know, it's your body, your choice. Meanwhile, it's another human being inside of a woman. Um, it doesn't make sense and it's never going to make sense because it's, it's not about science. It, it's about politics. Nope. Got to leave it there, Della. Thanks for being All here, right. baby. All right. Mwah. Mwah, baby. Now, speaking of a special guest, we're going to take a break because we got to switch gears. I'm talking like this because Al Arias is back with us. He's here to talk about Obamacare and taxes. Hey, baby. All right, we're going to take a break. More Andrea K. Show coming right back up. Be 
sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Woo, we are rolling along. We've already had three amazing guests for you. I've had Doug Giles, who was a little jet lag from his trip to Africa, but he still brought it to the Andrea K Show. Then we had Charles Ortel. Thanks, everybody out there on Facebook Live. Somebody said they hope Charles, I think somebody said they hope Charles, you know, has some bodyguards or something around him. Because, you know, people investigating the Clintons seem to be, you know, shooting themselves in the back of the head and doing all kinds of things to themselves. Um, then we had Della. Thank you for being here, baby. Talking about the gender bending out of Hollywood. There's no question of my next guest gender. No question at all. Formerly known as the Spicoli of Taxes, the OG, Al Arias is back with me. Hey, baby. Hello. Hello. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. He's back. Glad to have you back. Um, Did you hear last week on the Andrea K. Show, we talked, my stink of the week was the Republicans from the state of California who decided, and there's a picture of them all on a sofa with Jerry Brown, all cozied up after they passed cap and trade, which is going to increase our, same Republicans who voted against a gasoline hike that was going to raise our, our, you know, our our gas tax like 1%. They then turned right around and voted for Gary, Jerry Brown's cap and trade. And now we're going to, within the next, I don't know how long, 63 cents a gallon more. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? And you know what the what their, the hopeful outcome is from the Party of Science? That in 30 years, they're going to decrease global warming temperatures by 0. .008. <laughs> a .008 of one degree. 63 yeah. cents a gallon. It's really funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's hilarious. Especially since what it's really all about is it's his Dobie high-speed train to nowhere. You want to get on, you want to go to Vegas? You know what it costs you like 39 bucks, man, on Spirit Airlines. We don't need to spend hundreds of billions of dollars on a train to get us to Vegas. We got we got to save our money so we can lose it at the slots. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's a better investment to take your money to Vegas than it is in this income redistribution crap going on by both parties. Like Obamacare, right? I mean, well, the gasoline tax is regressive. Explain that to the to the listeners, baby. Well, the poorest people hit get hit the hardest. 
Yeah, the blue collar dudes that are having to live in Temecula or Menifee and driving an hour and a half each way because, as we talked last week on the Andrea K show, we got a housing crisis here. Nobody can afford to rent, let alone buy. So that pushes everybody to the suburbs. And these are the people that are having to fill their gas tank every two days to be able to live in Southern California and work. Well, this is just the beginning. Uh, what they're trying to do is to create an environment where it stabilizes the state's revenues. So we're boom and bust. Every time we get a Facebook, guess what? Anything that anything good that happens in Silicon Valley or uh, right here in San Diego uh, creates an immense amount of income tax from capital gains, mm-hmm. the stock market. Mm-hmm. and uh, Which is at record levels, by the way, we might add, six months into President Trump. Go on. Right. So um, tell me why revenues aren't stabilized. They're not stabilized because of the way the income tax works. And, uh, you know, California does not have, does not give a break to capital gains. So for all those heavy hitters, they're paying at a state rate of 13.8%. Mm-hmm. So everybody else pays way less. Mm-hmm. So it's on the back of the rich. It's on the backs of the rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, uh, the state governments are on the backs of the rich. But what's new? The rich pay way more than 80% of the taxes levied mm-hmm. at the federal level. And they're probably, I, I'm not sure what the stat is for California, but I'm, I'm saying... Um, empirically that it's probably higher than the 80% that's nationwide. Mm-hmm. So the whole tax system doesn't work very well when it comes to who's who's paying the load. The, pay, the rich are paying the load. Yeah. So every time they say, oh, it's a tax break for the rich, well, of course, if there's a tax break, it's going to go to the rich because they're paying all the taxes. <laughs> exactly. And Newt Gingrich uh, announced this morning that he's really on a push to try to get the Trump administration to, and, and the Republican Congress, most importantly, because, you know, President Trump is, is observing the separation of powers. He's not sitting back with his his pen, you know, creating legislation. And, you know, the, and the Republican Congress has failed to deliver on the, tr- the, the promises made to the American people by them and President Trump, one of which was tax reform. Fine. You don't want to come up with tax reform. You don't want to come up. You don't want to go forward and present legislation that, you know, is what Trump campaigned on. Then at least do tax cuts. Just start with one cut and get it done. Because, yes, we've got the stock market at record highs. Yes, we've got jobs coming back. Yes, we've got unemployment dropping. But we could do so much better for the American people if we just cut the corporate tax rate because the federal government can't do anything about the crazy here in California but there is relief that they could give to the fat cats and yes it would be a benefit to evil corporations it would be a benefit to the fat cats but you know what that ends up helping the hard hats that ends up helping the the hourly worker in the low and the middle class because you know what I've never gotten a job from a, a poor person or middle class person right yeah I mean I think um what Trump gets criticized for is being a bully. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the heaviest criticism to lay on Trump is that he doesn't effectively use the bully pulpit. Yeah. So he's got to be out there flogging mm-hmm. legislators, 
to get them to act. So the Republican Party is in total disarray. Mm-hmm. They're going in every possible direction. And uh, there's no way so far for them to work in unity. Well, they, that's be- they can't get behind anything. And the only way that they're going to get behind anything, it appears, is for Trump to take that bully pulpit and flog. Well, that's what he started to do when he did the health care rally. I think he should have, I agree with Ari Myers, he should have done that um, earlier and go around to cities and rallies and put the pressure on. on um, but, but you know what? I think he's done an amazing job so far, as I said at the top of the show, given the circumstances. That's exactly what he did today with the call for that vote, he and Mitch McConnell. They said, you know what? We are going to call for a vote. You are going to come to the floor. You're not going to halt things and sit back and refuse to do something for the American people. Yeah, that To me, that is the bully pulpit. It's like, you're either going to come today and vote and argue, or you're going to prove to the American people that you really do support Obamacare, which you have been saying for seven years that well, you were against. There's no doubt that that's the bully. Right. And the bully pulpit, and it has to be a steady diet of that, or we're mm. getting nowhere. Right. Are nowhere. your clients, are your clients, I, I, the stock market so far, and, and a lot of good results we've got so far is based on anticipation. Are your clients starting to get nervous about whether or not we're going to get tax reform, whether or not we are going to get Obamacare repealed, which has been detrimental to business? How optimistic are your clients right now? (laughs) Well, that's a good question. Well, you only got 30 seconds to answer it, baby. (laughs) The real issue is how optimistic am I? uh, Yeah, because you guide them because you're you're a consultant year-round with strategy. Right. And I'm not optimistic. It doesn't look good. If we, we can't do anything. We're not going to. Do you think that the uh, tax reform is going to happen in this environment? No, I, I think don't. that's that's why Newt Gingrich is, is is participating in the bully pulpit and saying you can't get reform. Fine. You can at least do a corporate tax cut and there should not be one Republican. that can't do one simple piece of legislation on a tax <laughs> cut. <laughs> <You're> like- <laughs> But we, but we're the party that's got Susan Collins, who's saying that she can't vote for Obamacare repeal oh, because Susan it doesn't Collins have Planned Parenthood. She's a total joke. But you know what? I, I'm feeling the same way about some of my Tea Party peeps because they should be because they didn't do they're for free market principles, but they haven't been selling it for seven years. It's not well, enough. Trump's for, well, not for free market. Well, but I'm, I'm not talking about Trump. I'm talking about people that are refusing to come forward and like Rand Paul, who won't even come to, to do a vote unless it's full repeal. Full repeal is hard to sell now, Rand Paul, because for seven years, the Republican Party did not sell to the American people why what you want is the best solution for the American people. He should what have been selling that for seven years. Legislators that will be legislators. Legislators don't get exactly what they want. They have to compromise. They have to. Rand yes. Powell is not about compromise at all. And you know who was? My man, Ronald Reagan. He said, if you agree with me on 80%, he said, you're my friend. And, you know, I don't really like the, I, I'm, for, I'm with Rand Paul in terms of policy. I get his vision. But as I've been saying on the show for years, the Republican Party has not been selling that vision. They have not been selling to the American people what true free market principles are and why that's better than an entitlement income redistribution scheme. You had seven years to sell it. It's And now you haven't done it. And now you want to hold up, you know, at least something on the basis of a principle that you have failed to sell. Got to leave it there. How can people get a hold of you, my man, Al? 
619-296-2123. That's my office telephone number. My personal telephone number is 619-885-884-7503. What a test. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, It's time now. For my awards, the AK Awards, Hero of the Week and Steak of the Week. My Hero of the Week is a man who could be sitting back on Wall Street, continuing to rake it in. He's one of these evil rich guys that Al Arias was just talking about, who just, you know, in spite of the high tax st- structure, could still you know, just be riding it, riding it out on Wall Street. And that's Anthony Scaramucci, the mooch man. This is a man who's going to co- he's going to go and take over the family in D.C. Because, yeah, it is kind of like organized crime in D.C. And I'm glad we got somebody who looks like he can run a family who's coming in and saying, you know, I know people are concerned about his history in terms of his liberal political views, but, you know, he ain't setting policy. This is a man who's coming in and taking over the communications department. And so far, this is a dude that when he pushed back against CNN, man, some heads rolled. So, uh, you know, I think that he's a great guy at this point to take over. I, I don't think it could be any worse. He is my hero of the week. My stink of the week has to go to Paul Ryan. Because as I said at the top of the show, I've had family members feeling the jackboot of tyranny from the U.S. government coming down on you with a false criminal investigation and how hard it is to even get up and brush your teeth, let alone have it being done what the extent is to President Trump. And he is continuing to fight for the American people every day. And Paul Ryan for Paul and Paul Ryan knows that this is a witch hunt. He knows that there's no evidence. He knows the only crimes that have been committed are not under investigation. And yet he still is going around propping up Mueller. And this is the man who is our house leader. He's the guy fighting for the football to keep the power in D.C. and the power in his hands away from the American people. Hey, thanks for being with me. Thanks to my guests like Al Arias, Charles Ortel, Della B., and Doug Giles. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. And by the way, my new show, West Coast Weekly with Andrew K. TV show, is launching on The Blaze in August. Stay tuned for updates. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.